this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. This Age of Radio podcast is brought to you by The Bazaar. The Bazaar is the Age of Radio affiliate store, and right now, The Bazaar has a special offer on The Great Courses Plus. The Great Courses Plus is a subscription video on-demand service with thousands of in-depth videos taught by the world's greatest professors. You'll always find something fascinating to learn about. With categories ranging from history to travel and everything in between, there's something for everyone. If you go to ageofradio.org forward slash dark windows, there's an offer to get The Great Courses Plus free for 14 days. Stay ahead in life. Start your access today with 11,000 plus video and audio lectures on a range of topics. I'm Kevin H. I'm Kevin C. And I'm a Seth. And this is the Dark, Dark Windows, Windows Podcast. Podcast. So just a disclaimer, we are going to talk about some things that people might not be super comfortable with. We're going to use some language, a language that people are not going to be super comfortable with. That's adult language. So, Expletives. So sit back. Relax. And enjoy the show. Or not. That's cool, too. We want to start out by saying a special thank you to our sponsor, Studio Headphones. Studio offers some of the best quality sound and best-built headphones on the market without the outrageous prices that other brands offer. They offer a variety of different styles, including over-the-ear, wired earbuds, and completely wireless Bluetooth buds. The two newest models are the Klar, which are over-the-ear noise-canceling headphones that offer 30 hours of playtime. Hold on. 30 hours continuous playtime without being recharged. And the Tolve, which are totally wireless Bluetooth earbuds, that offer seven hours of playtime and a case that holds four additional charges for the buds. So check out studio.com where you will find some of the best quality headphones and earbuds on the market. And if you enter Dark Windows 15 at checkout, they will take 15% off your entire order. What's going on, everybody? <laughs> How do we do, interneters? <laughs> How do you wipe your butt? <laughs> yeah, anybody that answers standing can stop downloading our show immediately, by the way. Are you a lefty or are you a righty wiper? That are you, no, are you that a front matter. to back or back to front? Yes, are you one of those matter. weird that likes to separate your cheeks and go side to side? Ooh. Take a or little finger, finger tapper. Are you not a wiper at all? You just use the bidet. Or do you You don't use toilet paper. You use baby wipes. Don't flush that shit. It will they destroy. Make, they make flushable baby wipes, though. Okay, then that will stop my comment. Yeah, and they're fucking spe- uh, they're splendid. Yeah. Anyway, we're back. Yep. Uh, back at full strength. We're Kevin got out of the penalty box. Yeah. So Sad glad penalty. to have you back, though. I'm glad you know. to be back. Yeah. Back in the saddle again. Oh Jesus! Here we go. How dare you? Timely references. How dare you quote Def Leppard in this studio? Listen, I will, I will kill you. Well, I, I will quote who? I will quote Bon Jovi all night long. Ugh. Good thing it's not night. It's still afternoon. So get the fuck out! 
anyway, Seth, you got some stuff you want to talk about? Real yeah. Quick? So with the uh, you got some stuff now with the current okay. with the current like little fun thing that we're covering on today's episode. Everybody who knows me and has heard the show, obviously, I like to paint miniatures. Well, sometimes having happy accidents isn't always the happiest thing. So with that being said, head on over to GameMV.net. Get yourself a Hobby Holder. Hobby Holder prevents all these little accidents and helps you get all that fine, delicious detail on each of your miniatures. If you do not want a Hobby Holder, that's fine too. We got a brush beam which holds your brushes so that way when they're wet or drying or whatever you want to do, put them on that little bitch. I got scared there. I didn't know that was okay. Anyway. We also got paint pucks that also work with a variety of different paint brushes and also little wash basins depending on what you want. They're an amazing little tool and they also keep your brushes safer and more intact for much longer periods of time. So you put all that fun stuff in your checkout cart, put in the promo code BROADSTONE and you will save yourself 10% off the entire order. With that being said, I already cracked the beer. Let's get going! Do so, not drink and drive. <laughs> oh, hey, before we get started, oh. I just want to say thanks to everyone for the well wishes and everything. You, that, you know, uh, it was it was real nice of everyone. Thank you all. I know I did put little hearts. That was me. So. I just got thank bud. Hey, you didn't even finish it. You just got give me thank bud. Not even an S. Not, not even worth even, an S. My first name starts. Ass, my first name starts with an S. It's like thank bud. So so our who new, the fuck is bud? Our new co-host is F. <laughs> no, new co-host is apparently bud. <laughs> Because you thanked him. F, bud. I like that one. I could have not thanked you, but I did. Yeah. I don't care. I'm still picking on you because I'm happy you're back. Because <laughs> so now it feels right. So this week, we are headed to the great white north. We are going to Alaska. Skyrim. Skyrim. We're going we, to Winterfell. We, we talked about Skyrim yeah. once already on this show. We're not talking about Skyrim. We're talking about Alaska. <laughs> okay. Oh. Cocaine paradise. So Woo. Alaska became a state on January 3rd, 1959. Which would make it our 49th state, and as of a census in 2011, had a population of 737,438. That's going to get updated next year. Yeah. But it's kind of amazing when you think about it. 1959, right? Yeah. That means there are people alive who remember Alaska not being a state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've got, I've got a couple of- My dad, I think, is one of them. Yeah. I've got some family members that were definitely old enough Because he was born in 58. Yeah. Isn't that My crazy? Parents. Wow. I remember when Alaska was in a state. How fucking old are you? <laughs> Sorry. Continue. That would make it the 48th most populous state, beating out number 49, which is our home state of Vermont, by just over about 116,000 people. Yeah, they also have more mm. trees, which makes no sense. You guys want some fun fast facts for Alaska? Fun fast facts? I'll, I'll take some fun fast facts. I got, Hell yeah, hit them. I can make them fast. Do it. One, Alaska has more coastline than the rest of the 49 states combined. Two. Oh, shit. Following the attack on Pearl Harbor, the Japanese bombed the Aleutian Islands and invaded Alaska. What the fuck? The, po- the occupation lasted about a year. That's dumb. Three. John Carpenter's 1982 masterpiece, The Thing, Best was movie filmed ever. in Alaska. Best horror movie. Still yes. to this day. The new remake of it is dog shit, and it- anybody that disagrees with me, I will fight you in the streets. Okay, it's okay. I don't mind it. Let's <laughs> go. All right, turn this bitch off. Let's go. Four. Juneau is the only state capital not accessible by road. By plane or boat? I believe plane. Hmm, fuck em. Five. Alaska still to this day has laws on record stating that it is illegal to push a moose from an aircraft. It's also illegal to give a moose a beer, which seems ridiculous. Yeah, moose what if, need beer too. Yeah, dude, what if they get thirsty? What, what, okay, so Alaska's technically connected to Canada. Yeah. So moose from Canada can't go across the line and get a beer at, you know, a little yeah, bit dude. younger age? It's bullshit. Fucking assholes. For, I, I want to know how the fuck you got a goddamn moose into a plane. 
Unless it was a C-47. I Why think are you thinking about that? We're talking about beer and moose because have you ever seen a drunk moose? But it's also illegal to push No, it. but what if the moose was drunk in the plane? What if the moose was drunk flying the plane? Oh, so you're not so supposed to push him out of the plane. We're joking around right now, but I in college I had a buddy named Moose and he was like 6'10", like 350, big dude, farm boy. That boy couldn't get drunk. I watched <laughs> him drink a handle, a handle of fucking Jameson and just walk it off like, whatever, I'm done. I'm going to go drink some Jack Daniels and sit by the tree. And number six, the Aurora Borealis, or the Northern Lights, can be seen on average 243 nights a year in Fairbanks, Alaska. That's pretty fucking cool. And they got pretty, a lot yeah. of shit that's going to fucking kill you up there, too. We're going to get into that. <laughs> so let's get into some famous Alaskans. I can't download it in time. <clears throat> oh, no worries. So for our list of famous Alaskans, because we're going to try to do this with every state. Yeah, dude. Let's everybody know who has something cool and popular. Right. We're going to start off with Archie Van Winkle. Who is an Anchorage, uh, Anchorage native and a Marine. Okay. He is, to this day, the only Alaskan to be awarded the Medal of Honor, and he received that for his uh, duty in Korea. Okay. We have Carlos Boozer and Mario Chalmers, a pair of exceptionally tall men that play in the NBA. Okay. The bloody sock himself and the hero of all Boston sports fans, Kurt Schilling, grew up in Alaska. Who? Fuck off. <laughs> Got him. Pop singer and a childhood crush of mine personally, Jewel, is from Alaska. Fuck her. She is. She's cute. She's got a, like a home improvement show going on. Does she really? Yeah, she Where did. I don't know. Crowning Jewel or something? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Mark Schlereth, a former NFL player and ESPN correspondent, is from Alaska. Don't know who that is. The only man ever allowed to have a perm, Bob motherfucking Ross. Beat the devil out of him. Is from Alaska. That's why I He's... bought the little fun coat today. You shut your whore mouth. He was not born there, I though. don't give a fuck. <laughs> Florida can fuck itself. He moved Alaska there gets after him. the military. Anyway, but last happy trees I are know, in Alaska, I and he had a little pet squirrel. He did that would hail it, just chill in his fucking pocket while he's painting. I was like, I fucking want a squirrel, but no, I'm not looking about my nuts. Last but not least, that the most important land. person from Alaska was actually a dog. That was Balto. Who? Literally the goodest boy ever. He was the lead sled dog that delivered diphtheria antitoxin to uh, from Nanana. To Nome to help fight the outbreak of diphtheria. Did you say goodest boy? Yeah, he is the goodest boy ever. Best boy. Goodest. Fuck off. He's an okay guy. He was a doog. Okay, no. doog. So you want to start us off with some monsters? <sighs> That's it. We, we we can only you know. Yeah. Do so much with this kid. That's no, okay because people will agree with me that he was the goodest boy of all time. Whatever. So why don't you kick us off, buddy? All right. Since I talked all last week. <laughs> I talked too. Yeah, I just made jokes. Vaguely. Listen, I just drank beer a lot, okay? Get at it, kid. What do you got? Yeah, let's go with yours. Let's hit this shit All off. Right. The cryptid that I chose for this Alaskan episode of our Wild Wild West tour is this is Stellar's Sea Ape. Okay. Uh, yeah. So you're talking about a water monkey? <laughs> <laughs> sea monkeys! Maybe. Possibly. Aww. This is a huge fucking brine <laughs> trip if people are having encounters with it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to go get drunk in the backseat, boys. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> this beast is a creature that was seen by naturalist George Wilhelm Steller. Fake name. Of course you knew how to pronounce that. I didn't. <laughs> I had to use the dictionary, you know, all that good stuff and, you know, sound it out. Sounds like does this. Sounds like Smeller with a T. <laughs> yes. Anyway. In 1740, after a two-year overland journey from Moscow to 
Uh, I'm probably going to butcher it. Fuck but it. I will try it. I hope so. It's your reporting. Oak hot. Oak. Oak. Apparently, hot-sk. I didn't research and sound this out. Oak hot. Can you oh, use God's. that in a sentence? <laughs> oh, God, it's hot. <laughs> oh, God, it is hot. Otoks. Oh, oh, it's, it's a oaks, place in Russia. Oaks are hot. Yeah. Well, it was, it was that one. Uh, he boarded a ship in called the St. Peter uh, with Captain Vitus Bering. This, uh, oh, ah, that's it. that last name sounds familiar. You think of the Bering Straits? I was going to say, did they potentially name some straits after him? <laughs> no. No, they named some ball bearings after him. Di- dire straits? Maybe. Could be. Possibly. But this expedition would define Europe's relationship to the North Pacific for the next three centuries. It marked the European discovery of Alaska, expanded the Russian Empire, put to rest legends of the, a northwest northeast passage. Stellar identified and described uh, dozens of new species including the now-extinct Stellar's sea cow, the threatened Stellar's eider, the threatened Stellar's sea eagle, and the near-threatened Stellar's sea lion. Dude, this motherfucker probably got high. I was like, that's the Stellar's sea eagle. It's a fucking seagull. That's the Stellar's (laughs) sea cow. It's a fucking whale, you moron. (laughs) That's a Stellar Kumba. (laughs) It's a fucking ice chunk, you dumb cunt. <laughs> the Stellar's ice chunk. Hey. Stellar. Now, now the, the Stellar sea cow is kind of like a manatee, right? I think so, yeah. I think yeah. it's a well or a narwhal. Probably a narwhal. Because their manatees are down. Yeah, dude, they yeah that's hit. what I was thinking. Is I thought it was like a northern version of that. Cause like, I think I it's know. just probably, like, in all seriousness, I think it was probably like a whale or something. I'm not a zoologist. Okay, continue. Yeah. Huh. Um, modern naturalists sometimes joke that It'd be bad luck to be named for Stellar, though the Stellar's J is doing fine. Well, good for it. I know. The Stellar's J. (laughs) What does he have? Just a J. A letter J he just wrote. He went out and pissed it in the snow. No, no, no. It's still there. He's got (laughs) J-A-Y. Somebody goes out to take a leak and they see all these marks in the snow. Like, whose J is this? Oh, it's Stellar's. Ah, Good piss. Good piss, bud. (laughs) Hey, you know. He's, he's like a cat. This is mine. I pee on it. This is mine. I pee on it. You're rocking, you're rocking a pretty good piss. That's like a 36-inch uh, across the top there. That's pretty good, man. <laughs> Whatever he pisses on, he keeps. This is a stellar oak. It's just a tree, dude. It's not even a real this oak. Is it's a, just this fucking is a branches. stellar tuna sandwich. I'm funny in that, you dummy. That's the st- that's the stellar blue whale. No, it's actually been discovered, you dipshit. Dun, 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 dun. No, this one has not. I just discovered this particular one. <laughs> you realize how hard it is to piss on a whale? <laughs> wow. Okay, I think that's our quote of the night already. <laughs> Moby, my dick. Get over here. Let me pee on you. <laughs> wow. So holy that's shit. how he turned white. Well, he that's was going to turn turned white. No. <laughs> that's all the cocaine. <laughs> So it was during this expedition that he also saw the sea ape. It was, uh, he describes it on August 10th as when he says this in his journal. We saw a very unusual and unknown sea animal of which I'm going to give a brief account since I observed it for a whole two hours. Jesus Christ. You dumb motherfucker. Get a life, dude. It's probably some dude just swimming. Yeah, it's probably some native just out there for like fucking yeah. swimming around checking his fish nets and Probably shit. giving himself a wash and you know, relaxing. Like finally he's not freezing balls cold. 
this guy was on the on the ice with a you know fur seal covered. Yeah, <laughs> fucking ice fishing, drinking beer. Yeah, trying to sneak up on a polar bear. Ha-ha. Talking like a fucking hoser. <laughs> trying to get a seal. Hey there, bud. Nice boat. What you doing there? You doing some fishing? Oh, that's cool. Oh, Me too. Oh, sorry. Sorry. So sorry. Oh, no. Fuck that. I'm not going to apologize. I'm out here fishing too, eh? Get, get to it. <laughs> he goes Don't on. you know? <laughs> Is that Minnesota? I <laughs> fucking know. Same difference. It's hot. <laughs> Keep going. It's getting warmer up in this country. So he goes on. It was about two Russian L's in length. I.e. about five feet long. What was that measurement again? Russian what? L's. L's. It is right down L, L, and piss. E-L-L-S. But since it's Cyrillic, it's probably some weird fucking shape. It's an L that looks like a house or something. But I don't fucking know. Who knows? It was five feet long. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay. The head was like a dog's with pointed erect ears. From the upper and lower lips on both sides were whiskers hung down. The eyes were large, the body was long, rather thick and round, tapering gradually towards the tail. The skin seemed thickly covered with gray, with hair of a gray color on the back, but reddish white on the belly. In the water, however, the whole animal appeared red like a cow. Can I buy drugs from this guy? I've never seen a red cow. Okay, so what uh, yeah, this is there's... reminding me of is someone that's wearing furs and probably killed a wolf, has a wolf headdress on to block the wind, and has, like, because wolves if, are typically gray, uh, and I'm... the red could be from deer or uh, a moose or something else that have typically more red tones. Or there are red I, – I, I break in a little bit. There are cows that look – in different color lights look red. Jerseys oh, and face shift cows. Fair enough. But – Hear me out. This might be our most realistic option yet. Werewolf seal. You dumbass. <laughs> you are a dumb, dumb. Person. You know, you might be onto something. Okay, well, werewolf seal. Get us back like to it, man. Okay, see what we got. All right. So he said the eyes were large. Uh, the tail was divided into two fins, of which the upper, as in the case of roosters, was twice as long. As the lower, nothing struck me as more surprising than the fact that neither forefoot nor in their steed fins were to be seen. Interesting. I don't know what the fuck he means by that, but whatever. I'm still trying to figure out rooster fins. Oh, what that means is when you have a rooster, you know how the... Yeah, the tail fans out? Yeah, it doesn't go uh, parallel with the ground. It actually goes vertical. Okay. So, like, when you're in a boat, you know, they have the water spray that's going out the back. They call it the rooster tail. Well, oh, 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 oh. Okay, I'm I'm an asshole. I was thinking, like, rooster. No, because roosters, actually, the tails do go up. They don't go parallel. Think of a chicken, yes, but, you know, rooster has a tail. Okay, so this thing's laying down on the ice, right? Does the, the tail go... The, the fin go vertical or horizontal? Vertical like a rooster's tail is what he's okay. saying. So, so verti- uh, vertical like a, fi- like a, so like a fish's thing- rear tail, like fin yeah. would be. Okay, fair enough. I don't know. He doesn't say whether if it's vertical or not. All right, then this guy's a fucking asshole. So, um, so nothing, okay, so nothing struck me more at, as more surprising than the fact that neither forefeet nor in their steed fins were to be seen. So he didn't see any... So I didn't see any feet right. or fins or anything in front of oh, it. Oh, so he just saw a torso and yeah. that's about it. And Tor- head. Torso, butt, fins, and head. Yeah. It's probably just a fucking poor uh, 
indigenous person who fucking fell on the ice and went face first and probably knocked themselves out. Or a seal. Or a seal. Not Wait, a were seal. For, I still like werewolf seals. <laughs> so for I'm name a fucking CHL team after that. <laughs> I was like, ah, the werewolf seals. I like uh, it. They so would for, do really well. Right? Could be. I, I heard they're going to get Joe Sackey's little brother on there. It's pretty fucking good. So for over two hours, it swam around our, our ship, looking as with admiration first at the one and then at our at the other of us. At times, it came so near to the ship that it could have touched with it. We uh, it could have been touched with a pole, but as soon as anybody stirred, it moved away at a farther at moved a little farther away. It could raise itself one third of its length out of the water, exactly like a man. Whoa, that's fucking weird. Yeah, and sometimes it remained in the position for several minutes. After it, it observed us for about a half hour, it shot like an arrow under our vessel and came up again on the other side. Shortly after, it divided again and reappeared in the old place. It dived again and reappeared in the old place. Ah. And in this way, it dived perhaps 30 times. There drifted by a seaweed, club-shaped and hollow at one end, like a bottle, and gradually tapering at the other, towards which, as soon as it was sighted, the animal darted, uh, seized in its mouth, and swam with it to the ship, making... Such motions and monkey tricks that nothing more laughable can be imagined. After many funny jumps and motions, it finally darted off to sea and did not appear again. It was later, however, several time, seen several times at different places of the sea. Now, according to biographer Dean Littlepage, a young northern fur seal appears to be the most likely explanation of, for the sighting. You know, like we've kind of we kind of said, the forelimbs are set uh, far enough behind so that the torso uh, behind their torso so that they could be obscured below the waterline, and the shark-like tail uh, of the creature may have been the animal's uh, hind flippers. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, Stellar had already been familiar with fur seals, but Little Page suggests that the poor lighting conditions during the lengthiest encounter of a probable juvenile first seal could account for the misidentification and it sounded like this guy also wanted to just be so gung-ho about naming something after himself yeah that he was willing to just fucking throw credibility out the window be like oh this is a stellar chair it's a new it's a new species completely it's not just a young one of something else we already know what it is yeah because i bet he was that type of person that he's just way too hyper and over ambitious and anxious about everything that he's just like it's this it's this it's this no dude it's not you know this yeah i mean the other explanations uh that i found were that possibility that it was a sea uh, leopard seal or a uh, hawaiian monk seal that's pretty far north though i would think right yeah for one of those little fellers I mean, they, they they match Stellar's description, you know. But sometimes it happens, man. Sharks have been known all the way up to Maine. Yeah. Well, that's shit, the... they just had uh, 
uh, six great whites uh, sighted off the coast of York like earlier this week. Yeah, it's one of those so, things that normally they don't come up this no. way, man. Migration well, times, you know, when by you know, depending on the weather and what's going on in yep. the slipstream, and they follow migration. They follow their food sources too. I mean, yeah, I mean they they follow somewhat. I mean, I've, I guess they've been heard. Uh, they come up to Maine. Yeah, but not like uh, not like whites. right onto the coast. Like these ones were like people were seeing them from shore. On York Beach, so it's, they were fairly close. It's well, also it must be the food sources here, yeah. though. Yeah, and then also if they get put into the slipstream too with the water, and it'll just carry them. Yeah. Uh, they also suggest that it could be a, a sea otter. Uh, I don't know about that one. That's a little big. Yeah, that's a little big for a I sea mean, otter. Five foot long for a, I don't know, sea otter. That's a not fucking that mammoth sea otter if that's what it yeah. is. Because that's that's big. So, so what else you got? Uh, another possibility is that the sea ape didn't exist at all wait a um, minute that's my guess did he make this up yeah <laughs> i think that he just saw some furs laying on the ground see i would i would lean more towards misidentification than making the story up because i mean, I mean yeah. the, the the details are there that they saw something what they saw was probably something known but they probably. just didn't know what the hell it was this, yeah he probably just like oh well uh, it doesn't look exactly like what I saw, this other one, but maybe it could be this. Uh, right. You know, you never know. I mean, hell, it could have been a fucking walrus, you know, just without the Fair you know, female. That's <laughs> <laughs> all, all I can think of when I think of walruses. Snork- <laughs> snorkers. <laughs> I just want to go over and just give one a big old pat on the butt. So that's Stellar's sea ape. So our verdict here is it was probably a Mis- fucking seal. Pro- yeah, probably misidentified seal. Yeah. As much as I want to say it's made up, I think honestly, like you guys said, it's misidentified. Okay, so on our trip inland, we're gonna pa- yes, we're gonna pass through a little area known as the Alaskan Triangle. Oh, why does everywhere have to have a triangle? Why not because, like a, why not a circle, a rectangle, an obtuse triangle? Because spooky why? geometry. There's three sides. So fucking what? This is a big one, though. Doesn't matter. There's no, still no, I mean, like, three sides. Physically big. There's still three sides. Why not, like, oh, the haunted. Oh, sp- uh, Rhombus? Tra- trapezoid? Let's go trapezoid. <laughs> because I- that's just not, you know, scary enough. The spectral. Octagon. Octahedron again. Dodecahedron. There no, we go. That's not, a number. That's not, that's not scary. The no. triangle is, though. Triangles are scary. Stereotype. Because they're pointy. Yeah. You can throw a triangle at somebody, and any way you hit them, it's either going to hurt or it's going to A gonna circle stick. can be pointy. Fair, no, sh- circles can be sharp. Yeah. Wow. They can be sharp. Sharp. I just said circles can be sharks. They can be sharks. Or sharts. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of really, really weird places in Alaska, but probably the biggest weird place in Alaska is the Alaskan Triangle. Very similar to the Bermuda Triangle, the Bridgewater Triangle in Massachusetts, and even our home state's Bennington Triangle. There's a lot of really what? weird shit that happens. What? You've never heard of the Bennington Triangle? Fuck no. We'll do an episode. Oh, God. We'll take a field trip for that one. God damn it. That means road trip, and you guys are going to be armed up, and I'm going to be drunk. Oh, dude, I'm going to be armed to the teeth when we go there. Fuck that. Fuck. So, All right. Continue. The, the Alaskan Triangle covers an area between Barrow, which is the furthest northern town in the United States... And also the setting of 2007's 30 Days a Night based off of Steve Niles' comic book, which was a fucking great movie. The comic book's better. I'm, I've heard good things about the comic book. The movie was really, really I'll good. I'll see if I can track you down a copy. Fuck yeah. So it then runs down to the state's capital of Anchorage, 
and then southeast into the panhandle of Alaska to Juneau. The triangle covers some 82 million acres. I'm going to put that into perspective for you guys. That area is the size of Minnesota and Tennessee combined. That's a is big that, chunk of land. So that would technically be the bush. Yeah. So those Alaskan bush numbnuts probably lived there. Yep. Well, yeah, probably up further north of, you know, like Fairbanks and Juneau are really the bush. No, but this is mm. this is like the main. Them. This is kind of the, the triangle is the like east, the, the east central part of the state. It's a huge fucking state, but it's it's mostly yeah. like it, but it it's the yes. fucking largest state, right? Uh, it, uh, yes, I believe so. I don't know. We got a map right there. Yep. Well, oh, that no. makes it look small. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I don't know. It's yeah, it's tricky. All I know about it, it's green. And it looks like a man with a weird goatee. It's true. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. The nose. He got that big fucking chin. He's got that goatee coming out the back of his bottom of his neck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like one of those numb nuts that can't really grow facial, but they can do chin beard. Like that guy from Mudvayne. Yep. Band, though. It is. Continue. So, in that area, there are many different types of terrain. There's mountains, forests, and up towards uh, Barrow, you get into some uh, coastal tundra area. Mm-hmm. The reason that I chose this is for the sheer number of people that go missing in the Alaskan Triangle every year. More people go missing in the Alaskan Triangle than in the rest of the country combined yearly. Okay. Because they probably fell or got stuck. Or wild animal got them, or people are growing marijuana out there, and you know. Might be a little cold for weed, though. Uh, no, it can happen, man. I've watched, when you watch, what is it, Alaskan State Troopers, there's people out there that grow stuff indoors, man. Well, you indoors, wander around. yeah, but I mean. They can grow outdoors, too. Yeah, dude. Hmm. I have a growing season. I don't buy it. I'm pretty confident that Alaska has snow on it 375 days a year. No. Anyway, that's my belief. I would say 365, but, because there's not. <laughs> So the area began to get some attention. I need to find a better show. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not the one that can't count how many days in a year. I did it on purpose, assholes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just talking about both of you fucking numbnuts. It's fucking hot up here, man. It is. I'm sitting in a wooden chair, which is making me feel like I'm in my which own fucking Which is also surprisingly juices. lighter than I thought it was going to be when yeah, I moved it today. Because I vacuumed amazing. in here and I was like, Best shit, $5 chair right ever. Motherfucker. The area began to get a lot of attention. In October of 1972, when a small private plane carrying U.S. House Majority Leader Hale Boggs, who is an Alaskan congressman, I'm sorry, Hale Boggs and Alaskan Congressman Nick Begich, an aide. What a great name. And an aide, Russell Brown, and their Bush pilot, can't make this one up, Don Johns, J-O-N-Z. And the plane seemingly vanished into thin air while flying from Anchorage to Juneau. For more than a month, 50 civilian planes and 40 military air cl- aircraft, plus dozens of boats, covered a, uh, covered a search area of 32,000 square miles, but not a trace of the plane, the men, or the wreckage has ever been found. So Poppy fell, got just, like, hit some rocks and stuff, blew the fuck up, and then nature took its course, covered it up. And if there's no black boxes, you know, the search but, for. But you'd still think you'd find some debris or maybe shit not though. Ever, anywhere, you know? Maybe not, depending on there's some huge caverns and things like that. And it's a lot, it's big country up there, too. Yeah, there's or a lot maybe of it shit. just went down, like it fucking went down and went down hard, but there's no yeah. debris. Yeah. The fact that you went to that and not aliens surprises the fuck out of me, honestly. <laughs> Well, listen. No, no. <laughs> After the congressman's plane went down You're in 72. About aliens, I'm literally leaving. <laughs> After the congressman's plane went down in 72, 
more and more planes began to disappear. Hikers and citizens vanished into thin air as well. The rate of missing people is twice the national average. More than 16,000 people have gone missing in the Triangle since 1988. They don't know how to fucking hike. No, not even that. People go missing every day of the year in nature. You take one wrong step, something happens. There's fucking wildlife out there. If you're not prepared with, like, firearms or whatever, you're fucking toast. If it's too cold, you will fucking die. Right. If you... doesn't matter, man. On any given year, between 500 and 2,000 people go missing in this area. Shenanigans. But it's also the kind of place where... How big is this place again? It's huge. It's 82 million acres. There you go. But Alaska is one of those places where... It's bigger than Vermont. You go there to disappear. Yeah. You can go there and just go, I'm never going to fucking speak to another human again. Fuck this. There's people that live gone. off the grid in the bush that, you know, lived in the city, and they're like, nope, I'm gone. See ya. Exactly. I don't want to be a part of this anymore. Yeah. And I still think that people are just fucking you walk into the wrong area, and then you're going to get some fucking people who are going to put a cap in your ass. Speaking, speaking you of which. be there. Speaking of which, this is obviously not our first trip to Alaska because we came up here to... Talk about our, our least favorite waste of fucking genes, Israel Keys, who killed an unconfirmed number of people. Um, uh, they want a douche. Yeah. And there was also another gentleman. Well, gentleman might be not be the right term to use. Mm. Uh, Robert Hansen, who I think we're going to cover at some point in time, who killed at least 17 women with a Ruger 14, uh, Mini 14 and a hunting knife between 1971 and 1983. So basically what he would do is because he had his own uh, bush plane. He would fly into bigger towns and he would pick up prostitutes or drunk chicks at the bar and he would fly them out in the middle of the fucking... Run, rabbit, run. Yeah, he'd drop them off and like strip them down and go, run, I'll come find you. That's the thing about it. It's like, I I can't take this as supernatural. I think there's other factors that are afoot. No, I'm not looking into it as supernatural completely either. There is definitely some weird shit that happens here, but a lot of it's not weird shit. So, these pieces of shit are not the only two things killing people in Alaska. There are a lot of ways to die up there. Bears have killed 160 people in Alaska since 1900. Believable. I I had to go through and do the math. There was some years where there was like 27, 38 people being killed by bears. And I I just smashed them all like by species and whatever all together and just did all the math up. There's a lot of people that get killed by bears in Alaska every year. Yeah, because you got uh, grizzly, you got grizzlies, Kodiak. you have Kodiaks, you have black bears, you have brown polar bears. bears, brown bears, brown bears. You have all kinds of fucking yeah. bears up there. It's yeah. Watch anything on Alaska, and you can always see like, oh, there's a bear there. Don't move. And I didn't even look into wolves. How many people get killed by fucking wolves in Alaska a year? And moose. Moose, I think, is probably less than five. I would put money on it. Less than five people are killed in or, the wild by moose or mountain lion. Yeah, dude. Know, True. Mean, probably mo- a lot of things up there will just fucking kill you. Right. And that, walruses that number you know, just, want to, just want to hug you you screw with them they're gonna kill you and the number of people that are being killed by wildlife in alaska keeps increasing as the population grows so i mean and, and the ones that i counted these 160 those aren't all those are only the confirmed bear attacks so there's there's definitely people that have been killed by bears that they'll never fucking hear from because they got killed by fucking bears exactly Got so, Shanghai by a bear face. And I'm, I'm not sure how many people die due to injuries hiking because it, it's it's very unforgiving. Because they don't find them. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, you, you can, not you many can, people are going to cut off their own fucking arm with a fucking knife. No. 
I mean, you can you can drown in an icy lake, a yeah, river. I, no, no, I, I got what you're coming from. Dude, oh, yeah. I've had times where I went hiking around here, and I took a one wrong turn, and I fucking fell down off the side of a mountain. It fucking sucked. I fell off the side of a mountain once, but I'm just really glad that my horse can just go right back up them. Real steep ones. Skyrim physics, dude. Listen, uh, I was talking about real life. Oh. <laughs> like in real life, I've fallen out like 20 feet off of a mountain. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. And then fell 35 feet off of a cliff. Jesus. Yeah, dude. I don't know how I'm still alive. No, I was hiking and then I took a wrong turn. I slipped on some brush and went right off the side, went tumbling down and smacked a tree and just sat there. I was like, this fucking hurt. I don't feel good right <laughs> now. And I sat there for 20 minutes. This is like breathing like. Can I move everything? Okay. And when I got home, I had a fucking giant size welt right on my thigh. Mm. Like a big ass bruise. Like yeah, I couldn't days. walk for a couple days. Bone bruise, like that dark uh. yellow thing. No, man, this was like <clears throat> deep purple. Oh. So it's like I. That's why I'm like, for me, it's like people just don't pay attention. You slip on some brush or whatever, you trip over a branch, done. Yeah, yeah exactly. Cliff one. That was because I was fucking high and I slipped on some rocks because it was way too fucking baked to be on a mountainside. Anywho, continue. No. Here's where we're going to go into some of the supernatural possibilities for people going missing. Because okay. it's our show, and we have to. Yeah. Let's so, shit on this stuff. According to the BFRO, which is the Bigfoot Field Research Organization, there have been over 20 reported sightings of Sasquatch since 1997. Give me a fucking break. Which, for a state that size... I thought it was weird. There should have probably been more, I would think, because Alaska's huge. <laughs> yeah, but some people just don't report it. Though. Right. So. I'm afraid that he's going to come knocking on the door. Hey, give me my jerky. Leave me alone. Okay, thank please. Hey. But, I mean, is... another thing to think about is if Sasquatch is real, this would be a great place for it. There's plenty of open area that it can hunt. Mm -hmm. It's got food sources. There's less people there to... You know, harass yeah. it. Yeah, when it's trying to take a nap and people are eating Jack Link's jerky and fucking messing with it. <laughs> what the fuck? We, we know you're the forever pessimist. That's okay. Me? Skeptic yeah. is the word Skeptic you're looking for. Too, I was like, presidents? What are you talking about? <laughs> presidents? I said pessimist. Pessimist. Oh. Dude, you're I'm not a negative person. I'm pretty fucking positive, bro. <laughs> you're the forever pestilence we know. <laughs> yeah. I'm sweating. I'm diseasing everybody. So another possible explanation, and this one is kind of like out there for me, is energy vortexes, which is a topic we've never covered on this show. And probably, I don't know if we ever will again, because it's fucking weird. According to Marie Diamond of LearningStrategies.com, an energy vortex is, quote, a whirling of energy strongly concentrated at a specific point on Earth. The energy radiates in a spiral cone shape clockwise or counterclockwise, depending on the type of vortex. There are two kinds, positive and negative. Motherfucker, this is me if I'm when I'm standing in the middle of your yard going, look at me, I'm spinning in a circle. This I'm a is, positive vortex of love and hatred at the same time. Th this is like hmm. crystals to me. Where you just go. Yeah, crystal meth. What the fuck are you talking about? That, that shiny rock got rid of your headaches, really? Hmm. You know what got rid of my headache? Walking away from you. Oh, probably. Right? Anything is possible. To go back to our critters explanation, we're going to take a real quick break here, and we are going to come back with one of the weirdest fucking things I have ever read about. Uh, pause for air conditioning and fans. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. 
Dark Windows podcast is brought to you by The Great Courses Plus. The Great Courses Plus is a subscription video on-demand service with thousands of in-depth videos taught by some of the world's greatest professors. You'll always have something fascinating to learn about on there. With categories ranging from history to travel and everything in between, there's something for everyone. The courses I'm personally looking forward to the most are the 36-part series on the Vikings and a 24-part series called The Agency, A History of the CIA. If you go over to ageofradio.org forward slash darkwindows, there's an offer to get The Great Courses Plus free for 14 days. Stay ahead in life. Start your access today with 11,000 plus video and audio lectures on a variety of topics. Now, let's get back to the show. And we are back from break. Uh, air conditioning was, uh, is amazing. Hope it was as good for you guys as it was for us. <laughs> it would have been better if we didn't have to come back. Oh, it would have been better if we could run the friggin' air conditioner without it like blowing the microphones up. Right. We can run a fan, but it's still loud. Next studio. Hold on. Please hold. Next studio is in the basement, dude. Basement could still be hot. Not as. Heat rises. Yeah, still loud. God damn it. Sorry, Poon Can. Yeah, me too. I'm fucking cooking. So, let's finish this thing off. We are going to go back to another critter. Another Alaskan critter? Yeah. A critter. Otters are they're smart, they're cute, they're cuddly, they crack muscles on their little bellies with rocks, and they hold hands so they don't float away from each other <laughs> when they're sleeping. It's so fucking cute! Oh, dirt balls. <laughs> now, how about a man-sized, bipedal, soul-stealing otter? Nice. Not so cute anymore, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was actually going to be like, it's one of my buddy's ex-boyfriends. <laughs> hey Anyway. So the... the Tlingit people of southeastern Alaska tell tales of a creature called the Kushtaka, which translates to land otter people. Hmm. These Kushtaka are not so much Bigfoot or werewolf-esque. Think more like an otter skinwalker. Which, when I wrote that... <laughs> I'm not going to lie, that was kind of amazing to hear. When I wrote that, all I could think of was uh, <laughs> Emmett Otter's Jug Band, but he just gets like, you know, somebody kills all the younglings and he gets his fucking lightsaber out and he starts smoking people. <laughs> Jesus. Right? Bad. Yeah. Otter skinwalker. <laughs> so there are some stories that, that treat the Kushtaka as a boogeyman figure, but it's not quite that simple. The Tlingit uh, treat it as much, much more of a threat. Hmm. It was a much larger danger because the Kushtaka would find people that were lost in the woods or those had been knocked off their boats, like out in the ocean, and it would save them. And after rescuing these people... It would take them back to the uh, back to its den, and if not rescued by a shaman, they would become a kushtaka as well. Aha! <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Well, kind of makes sense. So they affect like a, you with a kushtaka naka. So like a vampire. No kushtaka naka. Mm, not necessarily. Well, they must have to bite you or something. I don't know, man. I don't know. I've never been near kushtaka. Maybe it's fucking magic. Maybe just like whoop, Maybe. and you're one. Osmosis. I believe it. That's the second time you've said that. Stop it. <laughs> Osmosis. $5 word. Now, being shape-shaker... Shape-shaker. 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 Aw, shop-shucker. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn shop-shucker. 
Now, being shapeshifters, they don't always look like giant otters on two legs. Well, that's good. They often take the form of a friend or a loved one to confuse the person that they're hunting. Uh-huh. So I only again, know one otter. And, no, I'm not going to make that joke What's again. his name? Can't tell you. <laughs> Got to protect the innocent. So it, it's kind of that same, kind of close to maybe like Wendigo kind of. where Fuck they will things. Yeah, where they'll mimic people's voices to try to draw you out into where they can get a hold of you. But it's you're saying it's a skinwalker because it's acting no, human, like normal human, so they kind of can get right. trust. So not like a skinwalker, which doesn't ever be seen, right? You did the research for skinwalkers, asshole. You tell me. <laughs> I'm, I meant Wendigo. Did I say I say skinwalker? Yeah. I meant Wendigo. No, because the Wendigo. Wendigo. Mimics. Wendigo. It's more. Yeah, it's more voice mimicry, mimicry stuff. Yeah. So another thing to think about with this. If you are captured or killed by the Kushtaka in the native lore, your soul cannot move on to be reincarnated. So people kept dogs with them to help combat these were-otters because the Kushtaka is deathly afraid of dogs, and the sound of a barking dog can actually force it to revert. Fetch dog? Kind of, sort of, yes. But it's just any, kind, any regular dog. Uh-huh. But it can force it to revert back to its natural form from any form that it's taken to try to, uh, try to lure you in. So say somebody were like, you know, your mom or whatever is one of these things. Dog starts barking at it and all of a sudden she's gone and it's a fucking like eight foot tall, hairy ass monster otter thing. Kind of fucked up. Interesting. Uh. Another thing that can force it to revert back to its regular form is any kind of implement made of copper. So if you kind of like you have copper near it, it will Uh revert back. So it's that it's kryptonite, kind of, sorta, yeah. I'm so happy I'm a redhead. It's like uh, it's like iron for fairies. Look at me, I got copper hair yeah. color. Leave me alone, you fuck. Small children seem to be the most in danger of being snatched up by the Kushtaka, and that's why parents tell them not to wander off near the uh, near deep woods or water. Well, makes sense. They're easier targets, right? Yeah, and kind of smacks of going. It's a cautionary. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you shouldn't go. <laughs> Don't have sex in the woods. A yeah. fish taco will come touch your butt. Shouldn't go out by yourself at night, nope. or, or to the water during the day or night, whichever. Right. Now, for all the bad shit these beasties are responsible for, there are stories of them being benevolent. The the Tlingit have a tale called "The Land Otter's Captive," which was recorded by Joe Swanton of the Bureau of American Ethnology. Several persons want. Several persons once went out from Sitka together when they uh, when their canoe was upset and they all drowned except for a man of, I apologize, I'm not even going to try to say the tribe's name. A canoe came to the man and he thought that it contained his friends, but they were really land otters. They started southward with him and kept going farther and farther until he had passed clear around the Queen Charlotte Islands, which I'm guessing are part of the, like mm. the chain of like the Aleutian Islands out in that neighborhood. Mm. At every place where they stopped, they took in a female land otter. All the time they kept a mat made out of the broad piece of a uh, broad part of a piece of kelp over the man they had captured until at length they arrived at a place called uh Rainy Village. Interesting. At this place uh at this place the man met an aunt who had been drowned years before and had become the wife of two of the land otters. Oh, wow. Whoa. <laughs> she was dressed in a groundhog robe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which I just learned the other day, another term for groundhogs is whistle pigs, which is fucking <laughs> awesome. 
Huh. Yeah. Wait. What? I Isn't that a whiskey know. company? Yeah. Whistle pig? Yeah. Yeah. Whistle pig is another term for a groundhog. Didn't know that until the other day. Uh uh, then she said to him, your aunt's husband, uh, your aunt's husbands will save you. You must come to see me this evening. When he came, his aunt said, I cannot leave these people for I have learned to think a great deal of them. So she couldn't leave because she actually started to like them. Yeah. She kind of became well, she part had two of the, husbands. Yeah. She became part of the tribe kind of Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. took care of her afterward. His aunt's husband started back with him. They did not camp until midnight. Their canoe was escaped. And as soon as they came ashore, they would turn it over uh, on top of them so that no matter how hard he tried, he could not get out. In making the passage across to Cape Omni, they worked very hard. And shortly after they landed uh, and shortly after they landed, they heard the raven. They could uh, they could go only a short distance for food. When they first started back, the woman had said to her husbands, don't leave him where he can be captured again. Take him to a good place. So they left, they took, they left him close to Sitka. Then he walked around in, an, in the neighborhood of the town and made the people suffer so much every night that they could not sleep and determined to, and they could not sleep and were determined to capture him. They fixed a rope in such a way as to ensnare him. But at first they were unsuccessful. Finally, however, they placed dog bones in the rope so they would stick into his hands. Fuck. Dog bones be, being the greatest enemy. I'm sorry. Yeah. Dog bones being the greatest enemies of the land otters. So, Just dog bones. Yeah. Dog- well, it makes sense because the, when the dogs bark, you know, that would have them be like, oh, we got to leave, you know, our our little yeah. secret, like little hiding thing or whatever, you know, or you, illusion. You got imagine away. a turf war like these land otters are trying to move in and just like <laughs> a fucking shopping cart of dog bones come skating down the street like, oh, shit. <laughs> they take off. It's so bad for the poor dogs. I have to give up their bones for that. Well, just wait till they're dead. You don't take them. You don't kill a dog for the bones. Maybe a coyote? Do coyotes count as dogs, or are they just assholes? No, they count as dogs. They're okay. part of the canine. Late that night, the land otter man tore his hands uh, so with these bones, and he sat down and began to scream. And while he was doing this, they got the rope around him and captured him. When they got him home, he was said uh, he was at first very wild, but they restored his reason by cutting his head with dog bones. <laughs> He was probably not so far gone as most victims. They th- uh, Then they learned what had happened to him. After the time, however, he would always eat his meat or fish raw. Once... Beat his meat raw. Gotta use lotion, son. Once when he was among the halibut fishers, they wanted uh, they wanted very much to have him eat some cooked halibut. He was, it, he was a good halibut fisher, probably having learned the art from the land otters though he did not say so. For a long time, the man refused to take any, but at last consent, uh, consented, and the food killed him because it was cooked. So don't eat cooked meat if you're a land otter yep, man. pretty much. Okay, interesting. So, so in case you think these sightings of the Kushtak are just ancient tales of natives of the southeastern Alaskan area, yeah. In 1900, a gold prospector named Harry Culp and three companions explored the Patterson uh, Glacier north of uh, Thomas Bay, known locally as the Devil's Country and called the Bay of Death. So maybe not the place I would want to go to. You know, uh, where are you going this weekend? Oh, we're going to go ice fishing. Where? Bay of Death. I think that's pretty Fuck. cool. That sounds like a badass place to go. We can get there. Murder fish. Listen, maybe, maybe, just maybe. 
just because everybody doesn't want to go there because it's called the Bay of Death, that's where the best fishing is. That's what I'm saying, bro. Well, do you want to know why it's called the Bay of Death? Well, I don't. Yes. The Tlingit uh, called it this due to uh, a landslide in 1750 that killed 500 villagers. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> okay, so that's actually not as yeah. cool as sad. The men returned with a tale of a disturbing encounter with the Kushtaka. Culp wrote about his encounter, but the manuscript he penned was not discovered until after his death by his daughter and has since been reproduced as the strangest story ever told. Okay. Quote, I left come the next morning, which was a fine sunny day. I took only the rifle with me, and when I came to the ridge, sure enough, there was a few grouse hooting. I shot two and, uh, and had gotten them when I gotten to them when I bagged another one, which fell down the ridge about a hundred yards past, uh, before it hung up. Well, on my way down to pick it up, I found a piece of quartz up to that time. I had paid very little attention to what the, uh, to what the country I was in looked like. Uh, it was, it was heavily timbered and bushy. The formation didn't show up and I had no tools with me to uncover it. The top of an old snag had broken off and fallen, scraping the top moss and loose dirt from a space of about 8 feet wide and 18 to 20 feet long, uncovering this quartz ledge, which is where I found this piece. This ledge was worked smooth by a glacier at one time. I couldn't find anything to break, uh, to break a piece off with, so I used the butt of my gun to get, a, to get that piece. Gun safety tip, don't use the butt of your fucking gun to break anything off, you asshole. Well, what year is this? 1900. Doesn't oh. matter. Gun safety is universal. No. Okay. Okay. No, I was just thinking if it was, if it was, you know, recent Darwin Award or whatever. Yeah, you know, that would be okay. But this is, you know, yeah. Well, it's just no, because this is still lever lever action. So nineteen hundred. Yeah. Yeah. While trying to do this, I broke the stock of my gun, thus ruining it for further use. This didn't worry me any. As I knew, as I knew, there was no game in this country larger than a grouse, and damned few of them. My first thought was of the richness of the quartz, and of you fellows, and getting back to town to round you all up so that we could get busy on it. No, I was like, that was just <laughs> okay, dude. 1900s words are hard to read, man. We've definitely gotten dumber over the years. Well, not only that, it's just less, you know, random wordage. Uh, all right. After looking over and enjoying the feeling of knowing I had, I had made a rich find, I covered the ledge up again with moss, limbs, and a rotten chunk. Finishing that job, I thought I would climb, uh, thought it would climb the ridge directly over the ledge and get my landmarks so I could come back to it again or tell you where it was if anything should happen to me. This I did, climbing straight up over the ledge on the ridge till I reached the top, which is about 600 feet above where I found the ledge. That's a pretty good fucking climb. Mm-hmm. I looked down below me and... Uh, and picked out a big tree with a bushy top taller than the rest of them, about 50 feet to the right of the ledge. Good landmark. Yeah. Looking over the top of this tree from where I stood, I could see out on Frederick Sound, Cape of the Straight Light, the point of Vanderput Spit, and turning a little to the left, I could see Sukhoi Island, which is Kodiak Island, uh, from the mouth of the Wrangell Narrows. Satisfied with that, I turned half. Uh, I turned half around to get a to get a back straight. I'm sorry, Jesus fucking Christ, this, this guy is wordy. I turned halfway around to get a back sight on some mountain peaks, and lying below on the other side of the ridge, 
from the ledge was the Half Moon Lake the Indian had told me about. Right there, fellows, I got the scare of my life. I hope to God I never see or go through the likes of it again. Swim, uh, swarming up the ridge toward, uh, swarming up the ridge toward me from the lake were the most hideous creatures. I couldn't call them anything but devils, as they were neither men nor monkey uh, monkeys yet looked like both. They were entirely sexless, their bodies covered with long, coarse hair, except where the scabs of running sores had replaced it. That's fucking gross. You. <laughs> Each one seemed to be reaching out for me and striving to be the first to get me. Nope. Run away from that. Yeah, fuck that, dude. There, anything running at you that's just like got its arms out like, hey, buddy, I'm going to get your ass. I just want to give you a hug, bro. No fucking way. Uh-huh. The air was full of their cries, and the stench from their sores and bodies made me faint. I forgot my broken gun and tried to use it on the first ones, and then I threw it at them and turned and ran. God, how I did run. I could, I, I could feel their hot breath on my back, their long claw-like fingers scraping at my back. Smell from their, the smell from their, from their steaming, stinking bodies was making me sick. Well, the noises they made, yelling, screaming, and breathing, drove me mad. Reason left me. How I reached the canoe and how I hung on to that piece of quartz is a mystery to me. When I came to it, when when I came to it was night, and I was lying on the bottom of my canoe, drifting between Thomas Bay and Sukhoi Island, cold, hungry, and crazy, uh, and crazy for a drink of water, but only to satis- but only to satisfy the latter urge. I started for Wrangell, and here I am. You no doubt think I'm either crazy or lying. All I can say is, there is the quartz. Never let me hear the name of Thomas Bay again, and for God's sake, help me get away tomorrow on that boat. End quote. Uh, this one's a little more confusing than the other ones. Yeah. Of a guy that didn't want to be there, he got a quartz, and then this, and then that, and it's just like, eh. dude, Yeah, dude went out bird hunting and got chased by fucking were otters. Yeah. It would have been great if you just sat like, oh, I saw some what looked like these weird otter men thing. Yeah, did you get away? Yeah, barely, though. Let's leave it at that. There you go. Enough yeah. said. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Rather than all this long elaboration of like, I went to go get some quartz and I saw these otter people. And when I saw the otter people, they wanted to touch my butt and they were chasing me. And one of them had his little fingers like, I'm going to get you a little tuckus. Come here. I'm going to tickle your ass. I'm going to tickle you where you pee. Instead of just be like, hey, guess what? Um, I saw these really creepy fucking things. Let's not go back there. Or if we do, let's all go together with our guns. So that's, uh, I think that's Alaska. Yeah, that that was ending on uh, blue balls in a sense. Yeah. Build up, build up, and all of a sudden it's like, hey, guess what? Otter people are fucking weird. And I mean, there's plenty of other really cool cryptids in each one of these states that we're doing. But you want to do the less known. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, so since it's so motherfucking hot out. Yeah, it's like I say we end this shit. It's we're going to end this all in favor. But but since it's so fucking hot. okay. next week, we might as well just go to Arizona and get it over with. Yeah, but it's probably going to be cooler next week. (sighs) But we're still going to Arizona next week. Can we drive with the windows down? Hey, yeah, it's a good. dry heat though. I yeah, dude, it's not this humid bullshit. The key word there is heat. But dry heat and what we have up here is two Ugh. totally different things. Yeah, because it's like walking into a wall outside when you're up here. Yeah, we're down there where it's dry heat. It's like, yeah, it's a little uncomfortable, but man, up here it's a lot uncomfortable. So it's, it's dealable. It still sucks. 
But yeah, dude, coin that term. Fuck off. I like hey, winning. I, I didn't say anything it's about it. Dealable. <laughs> no, I like dealable. Yeah. Yeah, man. I like cold weather. So next week we're coming back to Arizona with a couple of critters and maybe Arizona. A, Arizona. Couple of critters and maybe a weird place, depending. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, yeah, uh, Seth, you got Yo. some stuff. Uh, what my stuff is, you heard at the top of the show. I'm not going to go through the whole rigmarole again. Head on over to GameEvy.net, home of the hobby holder, home of the brush beam, home of the paint puck, home of all those delicious little hobby tools that you may need or anyone you know may need. You pick out what you like and the variety of colors that you would like, and then you put all that stuff in the checkout cart. You put in the promo code BROADZONE at checkout, and you'll save yourself 10% off the entire order. Now, if you want to get miniatures and you don't have any miniatures, or you want to get rid of some miniatures and you don't know what to do with them, well, folks, head on over to the love of this show, family of this show, Dicehead.com. Reason why we plug them is they're a small mom and pop shop based out of Cleveland, Tennessee. They have all your amazing little hobby games that you could ever want. They have card games. They have board games. They have miniature games. They also have, you know, they sell collectible comic books and collectible figures and all this other fun stuff. They like to make sure that they have everything you could ever want you know, at a reasonable price. And like I said before, if you have miniatures that you're trying to get rid of and you're sick of dealing with eBay and getting screwed over there or Craigslist, God forbid you ever go to that place, fuck them. Get stabbed in the parking lot with Craigslist. Yeah, man, because, you know, there's always somebody out there trying to get a deal and what they're going to do is they're going to screw you over in all the which ways they can. However, you go to dicehead.com and then you go down to the page. You see the miniature trading program. You follow those wonderful little prompts. While you follow those wonderful little prompts, you take some pictures, you send them an email, about two to three business days, they get back to you and be like, hey, this is what we can offer you. Legitimately, I've used this process probably four, maybe five times. I know Kevin sees over here, he's used it. And you know what? They will give you the best price possible, and you can put that towards store credit because, you know, everybody wants to get some better stuff. And, you know, that's all I got because they're amazing. Yeah. What, do you, what do you guys want to talk about? Uh, studio. Go check them out. Yeah. Go to studio.com. You want people to listen find, to this bullshit? Yeah. Find your earbuds, your headphones. Put them in your checkout, in your basket. Go to checkout and put in the promo code of DarkWindows15. Get you 15% off. Your entire you know, order. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know. We Who like doesn't you. want some fucking headphones, man? Yeah. Who doesn't want some earbuds? Yeah. You know? I use mine all day, every day. I can. You, <laughs> hey, hey, you know what uh, headphones I'm saving up for? The what? Chlor. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I, honestly, I think all three of us are at this point. Because I'm like, <laughs> I want some. They're yeah. going to be cool. Studio, if you're listening, I will take my pair for free. Because I'm a poor man. I just bought a house. Me too. Fuck you, man. My house is newer. I literally just. Your I've only, purchase is. Yeah, you're, actually, your house is probably newer than mine. Yeah, and I've only lived there for about a month. Yeah. You've been here for almost a year. Six months, yeah. Weird. The, the section of the house we're sitting in is like uh, 18 something. It's an old, this is the old part of the house. Yeah, weird. <clears throat> but anyway, How's you can go over to Facebook. You can find us on there, Dark Windows Podcast. Come join the group. We're at a, as of recording today, we're at 197 members. What? I want to break 200. We're close. By the time wait, this comes out. Wait, wait. So, quick question. <laughs> yeah, Since well, I'm not on the book of many faces, I heard you guys talking about it. We had an OG. Fan, yeah, who just celebrated recently a birthday. Yeah, Ray Lafon had a birthday earlier this week. I, yeah. I keep posting it like everybody's birthday because like I'm friends with a lot of people that are on the page. 
So it comes up on my thing first thing in the morning. I'm like, oh, hey. I'm still, like, laying in bed trying to wake up. I'm like, happy birthday to name. Is he, is he still, like, sending, like, hello memes and, yeah. like, every, yeah. everybody he's kind of being our meet and greeter? <laughs> yeah. God, we got to yeah. get him a shirt. He's, he's the dude at the door. Or at least like... a welcome mat that he can stand on that doesn't, you know, wear out his feet for standing all the whole time. He, he's the dude that answers the door. Welcome to Dark Windows Podcast. Enjoy. <laughs> if, uh, Prepare to laugh. Ha, can, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Sorry, you can find Kevin H and I both on the on the face of face of the book. Whoa, hold on there. Hey, give me infringement. Hold on there, Let's, big fella. Hey, whoa, whoa, we're starting that one. No, over. we're not because I need to correct him because he, he said you can find Kevin H and I, and he is Kevin H. Well, yeah, he's got so multiple things. So you can find things. him and himself on Facebook. Oh, well, yeah, because he's on. Are the, you sure I didn't he say runs, Kevin and I? Oh, you said Kevin H and I. Oh. Why? <laughs> well, maybe there's another Kevin I, H that's going to be hopping on you know, the Facebook. I got you, bitch. Also, don't steal my gimmick, otherwise I'll slap you in the dick fur. What? What's exactly. a dick fur? Huh? Dicks for fucking. <laughs> Book of many faces. That's mine. So. Oh, I did. Oh, I, I'm so you, sorry. That's I, it. I apologize. Bear me, motherfucker, right now. Make sure the face is pointing the right direction. He's going to hardly race you, because if you don't do it the right way, he's going to punch you in the head. I'm going to punch you right in the <laughs> fucking head, boy. Well, if you don't have Facebook, anyway. you can uh, also find us on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, we're on there. And the Twitter. Uh, Dark Windows Pod. And we're on the Twitter, like Seth just said, at Dark Windows Pod. The Twitter machine. Yeah. Uh, and if you want to hit us up by email, you can do that as well. Email is darkwindowspod at gmail.com. Woo-woo. We got also, a Patreon. Head over Patreon. to head over to ageofradio.org forward slash dark windows. That is our show page. Mm-hmm. You can find all kinds of stuff on there. You can listen to every episode and you can even find breaking news. You can actually find a link to our threadless shop on there and our Patreon on there as well. So there's that, which is pretty fucking rad. The threadless shop is not up and running yet, but it's getting there. So we're going to have all kinds of badass fucking merch you can get on there, too. Can I get a shirt with my face on it, of me wearing a shirt with my face on it, with a shirt of my face being of a shirt, and then you guys on that shirt? No, Orange Cassidy, you can't. (laughs) Freshly squeezed. But you can get hoodies, T-shirts, V-necks, tank tops, skateboards, skateboards, fucking shower curtains, duvet covers, all that shit what, with our logos hey, on it. Hey, what's what's a duvet? I think it's a fancy word for a comforter. Ah, cool. Side note, can <laughs> I get my face as a shower folks. curtain? No, you can get our logo as a shower curtain, though. I don't want that. I want my face as a shower we curtain. We need your face on a clear background at 4,800 pixels by 4,800 pixels, then. I have no idea what any of that word means. <laughs> Neither do I. On that note. <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah, it's it's computer talk. It, but a duvet is actually what goes over top of your cover. Oh, of course you'd know that, you, you rich motherfucker. <laughs> my mom he has just, one? He just looked it up. Don't. No, my mom has <laughs> You duvet. looked it up. Hey, hey, just because we ain't got no money to buy duvets hey. don't mean that we ain't good people, goddammit. I know. But anyway, <laughs> so you could also uh, go to our Patreon page. Yeah, we've got a link for that right on the, on the show page yes. now. Check that out. Yep. And if you so happen to want to. You know, get a little extra. Yeah. And you can yeah, donate to the bonus content. And donate. We, we've been, like, throwing around an idea for a bumper sticker that I think we need to work on some more, too, which is going to be mm. fucking sweet. Yeah. Anyway, I'd vote for him. You can also go, while you're on Age of Radio, you can go check out some of the other shows. You can go to the Bazaar. You can check out everything there. And with that said, I think we're going to wrap it up, right? I say we yeah. wrap it up. So, with, just because 
You can't see out into the dark. That dude was a fucking liar. It was totally just a seal. <laughs> just because you can't see out into the dark. A sea eagle is a fucking seagull, you dumb dick. A sea eagle's a sea eagle. A seagull is a dumpster chicken. Close enough. Or it's a seahawk. Parking hot, parking lot doves. Mm. Just because you can't see out into the dark. I don't know anymore. It's too fucking hot. Doesn't mean that the dark can't see into you. Nipples. Goodbye and stay fucking cool. Stay sexy, everybody. Kisses. Love you. We love you, Beth Chapman. You had to do it. Why'd you make me sad, motherfucker? I hate you.